The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Are animal crackers actually animal crisps? Last time I checked, no. I don't think there's any animal in them. I don't even think they put any lard or anything in them that is based on an animal. <laughs> you know, product. we've learned McDonald's was never using real chicken for the longest time, so I do not know. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. But there are pictures of animals in the box, and this was like a circus theme box, yeah. remember, yeah. with the little string to carry it, yep. and the animal were in like the little cages that go by, you yeah. know, as part of a parade. They lobbied that. To get it changed because, and here's the quote as part of the lobbying effort. Ready? I'm ready. (gasps) No living being exists simply to be a spectacle or to perform tricks for human entertainment. Yet all circuses and traveling shows that use animals treat them as mere props, denying them everything that's natural and important to them. They're not for our amusement, Chris. They're not just props. It's a cracker. By the way, animals are absolutely here to serve at my pleasure. Yes. Somewhere in Leviticus it says that. I think so. It's a little later. It's a little later in. I'm not kidding. You may love animals. You may hate them. You may support PETA. You may think they're nuts. I do not care. Mm -hmm. We can have a difference of opinion. You can. That is fine. We could coexist here. But I want you to know, Doc Thompson's mantra, a core founding principle is plants, animals, all that exists is here to serve at my pleasure. Whatever I want. I want to eat one of them. I'm going to eat one of the pigs. I'm going to do it. Um, I need you to uh, pull something heavy. You're going to pull something heavy. heavy. That's it. Sorry. That is why they are here. That donkey. We have dominion over the animals and the earth. This is how it is. Now we respect them because I know if I go in the the, the ocean, that shark is going to eat me. If I go into a forest, that bear might just devour me. I think it's silly to hunt things to uh, extinction to... Uh, to waste anything. Yes. I don't want to see animals abused. No. I just, I think that's, that shows a certain heartlessness. Yes. Uh, I, I don't but, like that, but they're here to serve. Yes. And by the way, if, if, if an animal has to suffer to save a human, they're the going to do it. If an animal has to run in to save a, a, a human in a burning building so the human can get out and the animal's going to yes. die, done. If a thousand have to, that's what's going to happen. Yes. If, if 10,000 animals have to die on the slight possibility that a human will be saved by you got to do it sorry this is how i feel and that's fine if we have a difference of opinion but <clears throat> PETA successfully lobbied so they've changed the box and they've gotten rid of the bars so the animals are now all standing side by side okay you know coexisting oh it's the lion standing next <laughs> to the zebra to the zebra and the giraffe and the giraffe because human beings are so horrible to yes. put them in cages yes you want to actually put them together you want to desegregate them in the cages all right it doesn't work in the world like that wonder how the zebra feels about that i think the zebra is like whoa 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 there buddy it's right no okay i'm, I'm cool with being in a cage no cool. right over just please, keep that lying away please bring me back okay now that's the basic silly story. Mm-hmm. And again, PETA only did this or primarily did this to get attention because yes. people would go, come on, this is ridiculous. Everyone knows it's ridiculous, but it gets their name out there. Mm-hmm. Why I usually avoid it. But there's a greater story. Okay. The <clears throat> follow-up to this is 
A woman wrote a lengthy piece about this. Of course she did. Link, Chris, look at this. This is not even all of it. Look. Oh, too many words. So, look at this. Keeps going. No, right? too okay. many words. I'm only going to share a little couple little no, pieces. Uh, thank God. She writes, though the change is symbolic, it stirs up some mixed feelings for me, ethics-wise, as well as personally, because the designer of the previous box was my great-grandfather's brother. Wow. So she's saying, <clears throat> this is a relative of mine mm-hmm. who designed the box, and she wants to defend mm-hmm. that her great-grandfather's br- brother, great-great-uncle, whatever he is, was not a racist? anti-animal. I mean, uh, yeah. Sorry, no, this is wrong story. She, she mentions how, you know, he loved animals, and this was for children. It was mm. a great design. She goes on and talks at length about all of his other design projects. Like, he came up with the name for Ritz Cracker. Ooh. And it was during the uh, Depression. So, th- okay. so it seemed kind of upscale yeah. and all of this. Yeah. And she's like, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't do it because he was anti-animal. People had a different understanding of animals. And he just really wanted to give children something to feel good about. That's the reason it has the string. Oh, so, so they could carry, carry it. it and or they could use it as an ornament on a tree. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Or ornament other places. But yeah. this is it. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. She goes on to say, swapping the art on the box. Now, remember, she's defended him this whole time. Yes. Swapping the art on the box doesn't address the real issues Peter raises. What are the real issues? But it does do a disservice to my uncle's art and legacy. Again, defending. Yes. But wait a minute. Peter does but have Peter a point. Peter does have a point, yes. The new art design doesn't address any of the underlying issues about ethics, exploitation, and corporate greed. Hold on. The Animal Cracker Box? Yeah. Has ethics. all that. Lack of ethics. Exploitation. Corporate, corporate greed. greed. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I feel like you You gonna... think it does? No. All right. She said the symbolic significance of changing the Animal Crackers box design does little to dismantle the elements of capitalism that exploit animals, people, and the environment. When art and advertising bears the burden for corporate malpractice, the people involved in these changes get to feel good, but other mechanisms continue to thrive under the, under the surface. What? <clears throat> that it's not, Chris, it's not the box, it's not the art. That's not it. Okay. By changing that, people get to say, we did something good here. Okay. But they really didn't get to the, the big problems. Which is whatever she just explained. Exactly. The lack of ethics, exploitation, and corporate greed. And she goes on to say, for example, before the she stepped down, the previous CEO of the parent company okay. that owns Nabisco, yeah. Irene Rosenfeld, mm-hmm. was making 402 times more than the company's median worker. Well, she she made smart. she made seventeen point eleven million dollars wow. to the median of forty two thousand eight hundred ninety three. So let's round up to forty three thousand. She made seventeen million, the median wage that the parent company the parent company yeah the people made forty three thousand. And then she follows it up in parentheses, which to reiterate which to reiterate is not the company's lowest salary. Yeah, because that's a median. She made 402 times, 70 more than the middle, the median. She was now you understand the corporate greed. She said this level of corporate greed cannot be fixed with a new box design. There, if, what's, what's the matter? What? There, 
the, the, uh, the box change has nothing to do with this, you idiot. The yes, box- that's what she's saying. Stop, tra- stop attacking no. her great uncle. Stop attacking him, Chris. And do something real. Don't change the box design. That's fine. Get to the real problem. This company is greedy. They're capitalists, Chris. Duh. How is, how is changing the box going to change that? It's not going to. Yes, that's the problem. No, but here's the thing. If it wasn't for this corporate greed, that $43,000 average would have not been there. What's that? I'm sorry. That $43,000 average would have yes, not been they'd there. They'd all be making millions. Nope, they'll be making zero. What do you What do you mean? Because the company will go under oh. and there's no more crackers to make. They'd get a job at another company. No, nope, capital. because you will do the exact same thing. Which is why we need socialism where everybody lives wonderfully. Nope. It's uh, perfect. Venezuela. Oh, well, there's that. Hmm. And Venezuela, they don't have animal crackers. They don't have this problem. They don't even have real animals, Doc Thompson. (laughs) They ate the animals that were in the cages in zoos because there's no money and there's no job and there's no food. She says this level of corporate greed cannot be fixed with a new box design. But if there are ways to use public financing artworks to change this conversation. It seems like this parent company is willing to do that. They're, they're kind of willing to listen. She closes by saying, I don't believe that what PETA's animal cracker box campaign has done is censorship. Okay. She said, but I do believe it places an unfair burden on an artist's contribution without addressing any deeper ethical issues in play. So what she's saying here is, I'm going to go ahead and defend my family's yes. legacy. I'm yes. going to defend it, even though I know this is a problem. And I'm going to go, you don't have to fight this battle. The guy's been dead since 1989. <clears throat> but there's deeper ethical issues at play, Chris. <laughs> and she closes by saying society is set up so that we have to make small ethical choices because the biggest ones are too hard to tackle. Now my uncle's art has become a part of this cycle. <laughs> See, Chris. Big ethical changes are too hard to tackle. Mm. So we have to make small ones. Unbelievable. So there you go. That's uh, So when you, you see the little PETA box, PETA got it wrong. PETA got it wrong. Did they? they? They should be doing far more to smash the corporate greed that is capitalism. All this because of a... Have we forgotten the, the cracker? They're just cookies. They're just delicious animal cookies. We, uh, hold it right there. And that's the bigger problem. What's the bigger They are problem? not delicious cookies. They are delicious. No, animal crackers suck. No, they animal don't. Animal crackers oh are horrible. God. They're not. They're like cardboard. They're barely sweet. Add a little bit of sugar. How about that? No. What? How about a little more sugar, a little frosting, no. a little chocolate, a little something? No. Uh, oh I'm going to go ahead and defer to Kirk Jones. He's the ultimate authority here. They're terrible. Thank you. Of course terrible. he's going to no. side with... Okay, that's like me saying, Mordecai, come in here. Uncru- Let's bring him in here. Let's go okay. to Mordecai. Mordecai. Mordecai, get over bring here. Bring him in. Let's bring him in and decide whether or not. Yeah, I'm not even sure he knows what they are. Yeah. I mean, do they make them in Mexico? <laughs> they are made in Mexico. They're okay, exporting. sit down here. Turn on the other mic. Right. You're going to sit down here. We are deferring to you now. Animal crackers, the original in the box, are those good or bad? Uh, the original in the box? The little animal crackers that come in the circus box with a little string, good or bad? <laughs> uh, Cruz is shaking oh, his head. The, yeah, yeah, they're good. No, no. See? <laughs> he <laughs> likes rap music. Oh! <laughs> okay. uh, and if I agreed with and, you, and what, and what, was what, the other, what was the other thing in here that you liked the other day that's horrible? Oh! 
those veggie straws. Yeah, oh, he was having more of those today. Those veggie yeah. straws are They're good. Delicious. Don't they, no, yeah, on stop veggie that. straws. Veggie man. straws are tolerable, but in the world, Kirk, are veggie oh, straws good? They're terrible. It's Thank like, you, it's air. dude. What? It's, it's, it's eating air. air. It's yeah. like yeah. they they take cardboard and blown air into it. No, unbelievable, guys. No, you guys have zero taste. No. Okay, really? I'm just gonna move on here. Really, coming from the whack mighty face over here that drinks cold coffee every single morning. Yes, it's yeah. good. Your butt tastes are better yeah, than sorry, mine. I, I okay, gotta, I I'm the exotic on. one. You're the I white. I think we got a millennial blend. problem here. Is what this is. <laughs> the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.